From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Thursday, August 4th. I'm Sarah Reith. Abortion remains legal in California, but there have been barriers to access since well before the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. In Mendocino County, where poverty is high and roads are long, religious hospitals and federally funded clinics dominate the healthcare landscape. But the pandemic has legitimized telehealth, and the use of abortion pills is on the rise. Organizations whose mission it is to increase access are flush with volunteers. Gloria Martinez, the Senior Director of Operations at Planned Parenthood Northern California, said her affiliate calls on an organization called Access Reproductive Justice about once a week to give patients a ride or airfare, or even to help cover the cost of abortion. The organization is not accepting applications for new volunteers at this time due to overwhelming interest. Martinez says Planned Parenthood is upping its availability. We actually are doing good on access, which means that most individuals can access an appointment within seven days, um, which is actually pretty good access wise. Um, And the reason we have been able to maintain our access as such, and in some cases, depending on the week and the location, they can get in sooner than the seven days. And the reason this we have really been able to maintain that level of access is we have been planning for it by increasing hours. So making sure we have more evening hours available, weekend hours as well, and then also increasing our staffing and the number of um, staff members that are trained to provide abortion services, not just providers, but also frontline staff. But religious hospitals, which manage one out of five hospital beds in the country and all the hospitals in Mendocino County, routinely deny abortion care. In 2019, when the Mendocino Coast Healthcare District Board was looking for a larger hospital to take over the small hospital in Fort Bragg, the ACLU sent the board a letter reminding it that as a public entity, the MCHD was required under the California Constitution to provide abortion services. The letter urged the board to prioritize partnership with an entity that will not restrict care at MCDH based on religious doctrine. Don Hofberg is a retired physician's assistant who is part of a reproductive access group that worked to make sure that medication abortions remained available in the former North Coast Family Clinic before it transferred to Adventist control. It seemed like there was an agreement that whatever services were currently being provided in the community would be continued by Adventists should they take over. And of course, there was, you know, the biggest thing on the table was OBGYN, which of course was eliminated. We could see that that OBGYN was going to be taken away, but we we decided to form this group to make sure that some kind of abortion services on the coast would continue. We would very much like to have both medical abortion and surgical abortion be options for our community. But at this point, all surgical abortions are done in Ukiah or Santa Rosa through Planned Parenthood or other private clinics. The Adventist Clinic provides medication abortion about once or twice a month with referrals from Mendocino Coast Clinics through its Blue Door program. Mendocino Coast Clinics is prohibited from offering abortion services because it's a federally funded clinic and the high amendment to the Medicaid appropriation prevents the use of federal funds for abortion services. Adventist would not discuss its abortion policies with us, but in 2019, during a proposed merger with another hospital in Delano, Adventist Health told the Attorney General that while medical abortions are performed in Adventist Health facilities, abortions are not performed on demand without medical justification. 
Hospitals have long been allowed to deny patients certain kinds of health care, even when it was supposed to be a constitutional right. Lori Friedman is a sociologist and associate professor at UCSF and a researcher with the Bixby Center for Global Reproductive Health. Well, we have a lot of conscience protections in the United States. Um, when abortion was legalized in 1973, there was um, sort of the first conscience clause that the church amendment that said, you know, no one will be forced to provide abortions. But importantly, that got sort of broadened to cover institutions. Friedman said there's a lot of good abortion legislation going forward in California, but she can't think of a way that any of it would affect the protections of religious hospitals. On the national level, she'd like to see the repeal of the Weldon Amendment, which withholds federal funding from public entities that practice so-called discrimination against other entities that refuse to provide abortion services. The Weldon is insidious because it just really, you know, prevents us from making like sort of policy changes that will impact institutions that are institutionally constraining care. But I do think the more people know about it, I think it's important because, um, you know, I think if someone had a choice between, you know, birthing or, or seeking any reproductive care in a Catholic versus a non-Catholic hospital, it would be good that they knew the difference and people don't tend to know. But these are all individual level solutions and what we really need is a structural one. So it's, it's hard. And the Supreme Court does remain relevant even in California, where its decision to overturn Roe led to a slate of protective legislation and budget measures. One of the key points right in this time period is that the Supreme Court is so pro-religious rights that any court case that would attempt to sort of change the status quo could, could result in really like worse law than already exists. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news, with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.